What's up, guys? It's time to go Behind the Bum. What's up, guys? I know it's been so long, but welcome to another episode of Behind the Bum. I I don't even know where to begin with everything, but I guess I should just start by introing my guest of the evening. Um, so please welcome none other than Love is Blind star, Nancy Rodriguez. Hi, girl. Hi, hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for today's podcast. I mean, honestly, when I was like DMing you, I was like, this is just going to be funny as fuck because I felt like, like, you know me from afar and I feel like I know you from afar, but like, we really don't know each other actually. <laughs> and But I think the fact that like we were on a reality show, like kind of bonds us automatically, like we're automatically on this like same path. So like, yeah, for sure. Your trauma is my trauma. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to give spoilers, but I mean, spoiler, we are now both single. So who, where are we unpacking first? <laughs> I know. Well, how about we start with you? I would love to know, like, how have you been? What have you been up to? What is happening with Travel Bum? Like, tell me more about that, because I want to I want to update. I mean, long story short, I mean, like, I just, that was like my pride and joy in my 20s did that shit for eight years I came out on the platform like loved it and like I felt like it actually helped a lot of people and then I felt like it was just like such a unique thing blah 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 whatever I really loved the traveling bum and then all of a sudden I felt like social media and content and everything started changing and then like I started getting more like haters (laughs) and Mm. I think that led to the demise of it And of course, like I made another account and like I could continue to put the same effort in and try to grow that one. But basically, it's just kind of like a mental block that it's like you can only put so much effort into something that, you know, is like, okay, is this someone just going to delete this all over again? Like, it's hard to see like longevity in something knowing I did this before somebody took it away from me. So like, what is the point now? Yeah. So that's where we're at with her. Um, Okay. But on a positive note, Nancy, we're going out with a bang. This is going to be the last Behind the Bum podcast. So we are going to pivot. We are freshly broken up with. (laughs) I honestly just have to laugh it out. With the bum? Like, I don't know. Are we like. I lost the man's. I lost the man's. I lost my Instagram. We're going to stop this podcast. We're just going to pivot and we're going to do a whole new rebranding. So come, you and I are closing a chapter right now. So we're just going to lay it all out there today. And then come like the next week, you guys can continue to listen. It's just going to be a different name. There's going to be a new account, new content, and we're just going to be gay and have fun, you know? No, I love that. I think that if anything, sometimes having a fresh start just like changes, changes things, you know, it changes things for us. It changes for the audience as well. So I'm excited to be like, it's not the end, but it is the end because there's something else coming, you know? So it's exciting. Yeah, it's like we turn we turned 30 and now we're doing like a little pivot. Yes, I love that. <laughs> All right. So that was me. That was that was a little brief unboxing, but now I'm just gonna like throw shit at you. <laughs> Tell me when to stop if we have to stop. <laughs> but like 
I just like, okay. So for anybody who doesn't know the concept of love is blind. Um, they were just did season two, which Nancy was on. They basically divide up the males and the females. And you basically talked with each other through a wall. You can't see each other. And the premise of the show is to find out if love is truly blind. So basically, Nancy was one of the people who found love, maybe got married, and <laughs> now I have a lot of questions. So yes, my first trauma question is what, like, obviously I'm watching and I'm seeing both sides, right? So I'm seeing you, I'm seeing this man. Technically, the guy you chose was by far the hottest. And I get it's all about personality and everything you else. You think so? All those other people, I was like, come on. Like, I was like, they, like, I just felt the girls were so hot. And the guys were just like, dud, 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 dud. I know they're your <laughs> friend. But like, just from yeah. a viewer perspective, I was like, what the fuck is this? But you found a guy. Like, what was it about him that you were like, I actually want to marry this person who you were talking through a wall and you never saw him before. So here's the thing. I was a huge fan of Love is Blind season one. And actually season two and season three were filming at the same time. So we had not seen any of like season twos uh, from Chicago. We hadn't seen any of their episodes. So for us, I think going into the pod, we knew there was a second season like that was filming at the same time. But I think the idea of like the pods, we only had one like vision, right? Because like season one did that for us. So um, I think for me, when I was in the pods, I was truly just as organic as it comes. But however, there were also things that like I was asking some of my dates that I wasn't asking my other dates just because like the conversations didn't go there. I didn't have an agenda. I literally came in the pod and I just like started having a good time or started, you know, um, getting to know that person on the other side. I think what attracted me so much to the person I chose is that I truly found that he was matching my energy and I didn't have to pull all of the energy. Cause you're imagining like in a room, a pod with no entertainment, no, uh, you know, no. And then when you leave the pod, you have no interactions with the outside world. You know, you don't have a cell phone. You don't have any access to media. You don't have access to music. You don't have access to, you know, what would normally, I guess, help you get through like figuring out if you want to date someone or not. So I think for me, it was truly feeling very comfortable, very safe. We literally laughed all the time. It could be the smallest thing. He just carried a lot of the I think the energy that I also carried and I just felt so safe with that. I think out of the 15 people, I felt so safe. Now I will say this. I did not like Bartiz is good looking. I, I, I think he's good looking, but not because of what he looks like. Cause I honestly would never like walk up to him at a bar. <laughs> like I would like, I would not like that's, you know, but I think to me, he's, he's good looking because of what I got to know him for beforehand, like in the pods. And, um, and I think the fact that I never got to see him, I started to actually visualize him. So I thought he was going to be tall, scrawny, 
I thought he was going to have glasses. I've actually never said this before. Like no one has ever asked, what did you think he was going to look like? Um, but just the way he carries his voice and his energy, I was like, oh, this is like a quirky, quirky dude. Like, you know, makes jokes like I do. Like he gets it. Like, you know, I, I really thought I was like, I'm going to end up with like, a cute little nerd on the other side. Um, you know, he's like a CPA. So like, you know, I don't know. I just, I felt like I was very like shocked. I, um, I actually did not know he was like a college athlete before. I didn't, I didn't ask questions about sports because I didn't want to know. Yeah. I didn't want to taint my feelings and emotional connection with like knowing if he was tall, muscular, like all those things. I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to do that. I mean, that makes sense. I will say, though, I, when you said, I don't know if I would approach him in a bar, I kind of feel you on that because I'm also like, like I said, the guys they had were kind of like whatever they were. And I think it's like if you're like a hot guy or just even like, let's say you're like a seven and you're around a whole bunch of fours, you're going to look like a 10 because who you're surrounded by isn't as. So maybe there was a little bit of like a clouded thing that I'm like, maybe he wasn't what we made him out to be, but just because of who he was around made him a little hotter. Hmm. Yeah. And I honestly, when it comes to dating, I will tell you this. I don't date assholes. Am I allowed to curse? Valid. <laughs> um, this is a gay fucking, you can be, say whatever you want to say. <laughs> no, like I, I really do not attract assholes. And as soon as I feel that vibe, I'm out. Like, so for me, it was like, like, I think um, knowing knowing what kind of energy I I embrace and knowing the ener kind of energy I want to be around. Like in general, my dating history, I, I've dated good guys, great guys. It just hasn't worked out, you know? Um, so after, after Love is Blind, I did have a boyfriend at one point. Um, it was probably like 10 months after the show had wrapped. And I, it was right around. Yeah. So so he asked me to be his girlfriend and we had been talking for a little bit. And I was like, yeah, like you're a nice guy. I think this could go somewhere. And it was like three months later. And then we were just like, no, like it's, it's just not there. Um, That's how he actually it goes, broke up with me. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Like... So, but he was such a nice guy. And that's an example of like the kind of people that I date. Right. Like, but you, you don't know if that's actually going to work for you. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like nice people, it's like, nice people are great and like everything's you know fine but like a little bit of problematicness is like what makes everything go round like if it's yeah. just too like like I want to like argue <laughs> literally like pull my hair like make me mad do something <laughs> like like and I okay so what is your sign what is your like uh horoscope I'm a Libra and I do not think I'm a Libra okay see I'm a Scorpio mm. and so we have a dark side and like, I need somebody to get my like dark humor and I need somebody to like, yes, I'm a nice person. Like in general, like I have good values, but I mean, like also like I might throw a really dark joke out there. Can you catch it? You know, like, or, uh, you know, like when it comes to sex, like I, I, I don't want it a certain, you know, I don't want it plain Jane, like, yeah. you know, let's spice it up. And so you can only look uh, into I someone's think, eyes for so long, you know? Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's do the, let's figure something else out. <laughs> okay. Well, we, we're going to get a little deep here. Cause I know we're both going to unpack a lot on here, but like, I'm just going to keep going with you, but like, 
at what point when you guys were like actually together and dating, did you and your brain like literally realize like, you know what, this actually isn't going to go anywhere. This isn't going to work out. I think for me, it was after, so, okay. I got proposed to by two guys and that was with Andrew um, and Bartise and I picked Bartise for Bartise's proposal. So halfway through our relationship, Andrew came back into our lives. Like as a group, we went out and then Andrew came um, and met up our group outing and he, he stepped in. And then when I, that night, Bartise got really insecure about why I was talking to Andrew. And he said some really mean things that I was, I just, I knew like, if I'm going to marry you, that is not the husband that will talk to me that way. So I cried myself to sleep that night. And then um, on the show, you get to see the very next scene, which is us in the living room talking and me telling him like, you are not the person that I thought you were in the pods. And um, he asked me for another chance. But regardless of that, I think for me, it was the the moment that I felt he passed, like um, he overstepped a boundary. And it was like, hurtful to me it's one thing to be honest but it's another thing to be disrespectful so that night of um us having andrew back in our lives which i'm glad i got to see that side of parties right like like we said earlier like knowing the different sides of people right whether they're you know like yes it can be sweet and nice and whatever but like let me see you mad like let me see where you're at when you're mad like i want to see the anger and that was the first time that i felt truly disrespected by Bartiz. um that I just knew he wasn't going to be my, my forever. I was like, if you can switch on me that quick and say the things that you've said to me that quick, I'm out. Um, and then, and then of course, like, there's like, I don't know, are you like a, once you break up, you break up or do you break up and then like kind of still linger? Like, what is your vibe? We're going to get to this now. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. Like, I think if you break up, you broke up for a reason. I'm probably not going to get back with you. Is there always like the possibility of like, oh, we're all drunk or we're like away somewhere and you accidentally like, I don't want to call it an accident, but like you end up hooking up with them and then you're like, just, just stop. Cause you always know when you go back and you hook up with somebody, somebody's going to bring up something and be like, well, should we give this a, like, no, we're not going to give this a try. Just, we both did whatever, move on. So I would say if you break up, you break up for a reason. I think if like, we're talking like you get back together five or 10 years down the road, I think you can't like, there's a world Mm. that like your paths could like become more aligned. But I think that's so stupid to like break up and then think three months later, you're going to be in a better place or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's it. Okay. No, I think I I love that you said that because I think it does take time for people to just evolve or change or not change or be the same and then figure it out later. Like I I, I do believe in that. And I I love that you said that. I think for me in that moment, when I told him like, this is a no for me, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say yes to you at the altar. Um, I, I think for me, it was, it was a little deeper than just a normal relationship because the intention of the experiment is like, are are we ready for marriage? You know, like, like it wasn't, and that's the thing, like I really would have not seen myself on any other dating reality TV show, but when it was love is blind, like I just, I was such a fan. Oh, can you hear me? Okay. 
Okay. I was such a fan of Love is Blind season one that I just knew like, if I get this opportunity, like I would love for this to be my love story. Like what are the chances? Cause you don't know if you're going to get matched or not. Um, so yeah, I think it was just thinking about where we had started trying to give him another chance. And, and I did, and, and he really did turn things around at the last two weeks leading up to our wedding day. He was, he was back to like, let me be your husband, you know, who you're going to, like, this is what you're going to get. Like, let me do these things for you. Let me hear what you're saying and turn things around, which that's what life is. Like life is having ups and downs. And so I kind of saw it that way. Yeah. Like fight with me, bro. Like, yeah, like let's throw it down. And, and for me, it was that night, but then I was like, oh yeah, no, no, no. That's, that's disrespectful. Like that's not fighting. Now you're just being mean. (laughs) But, but, but you went through with the wedding and then the wedding obviously went its separate ways. And then we get to see you basically come back and try to build this friendship with him, which obviously didn't work out too well. And now you're like, you know what, like this isn't good for me. So like, him aside, or we could still talk about him. I'm open-minded, but like, do you think it's worth it to be friends with an ex? I think in general, every, well, that's funny. Cause like my business partner in real estate is my ex. And oh, wow. We are more alike. <laughs> you know, like, I'm just kind of like, are we making deals or what? Like, you know, So, so I do think, but, but I will say like my, my, my ex, my, my current business partner now, he is truly like an amazing person. Again, I don't date assholes. So he is a good person and I was with him for eight years. And, um, I think for me, it's, it was really understanding like the way our relationship ended was that it was more business oriented than it was romantic. And that's really what separated us in that relationship. And I think I was 29 when we broke up. Um, And essentially it was just that it was like, Hey, we're more business aligned than we are romantically. Like I don't have romantic feelings for you. And we went to therapy and we tried and like, it just wasn't working for us romantically. Um, So I think for me in general, can exes be friends? I think it depends on on who the ex is because I can't sit here and be like, no, they can't when my ex is my business partner and we're making monies, you know, like, um, but then also that's I the think most relatable like, statement I've heard. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that it at the end too, like, um, I don't think traditionally in in like what I see myself doing now versus what I used to do before, like. I don't see myself wanting to be friends with my exes because I do feel unless you're bringing me business deals, like, you know, like there's really no reason, like you don't, if you're not adding value to my life, if you're not my CPA, if you're not my, you know, like if there's nothing that I can see growing from this, like I've got plenty of friends to like have my back and people that I can actually call if like shit went down. Um, so, so I think it just depends on like, what role did that ex play in your life? And it, was it, was it a mutual breakup? Was it, you know, um, people just don't work out sometimes. And so I think, I think if my business partner and I, let's say we didn't have business involved, I probably wouldn't be part of his life. Like, to be honest, just because like, why, you know, like, 
if we're not like invisible, that's something you guys connect why? on so it works like that's yeah yeah exactly yeah so no that makes i don't sense. know that's a tricky one did you what do you think about exes and friends can they well, listen, I think the gay world is very different than <laughs> the straight world. <laughs> but I mean, like, technically, I would say, like, in any relationship, I would say you should be prepared. You're always going to run into an ex. I mean, like, even living in, like, the biggest city in the world, like, I run into people all the time. That I'm like, oh, my God, we used to, like, work together or I hooked up with you once or whatever it is. Like, you're going to see these people again. And so yeah. I also think, like, I don't know, like after you date somebody for so long, like I'm sure your ex is still kind of friendly with like some of your friends because like when you date somebody for so long or you're friends with them, you have a similar circle. So like if it's a wedding, if it's a birthday, like again, you're going to see these people. So I think there's value in like not burning the bridge or like maintaining like a good cordial relationship or kind of being like, let's say like, I don't know, my ex is like a fucking accountant or something. And I'm like, oh, I, I know an accountant and like, I could bring him like a, a client or he's, he, I want him to be able to like be out with friends and someone's like, oh, I need someone with like marketing, social media. And then he's like, oh, hired, like, you know what I mean? Like, I want someone to speak highly of me and not be like, oh, this kid's a fucking dick. Okay. So question though, what happens if they haven't reciprocated that same love to you though? Like, oh, what if they, they wouldn't recommend you, you know? <laughs> no, then we're far gone. Yeah. Okay. I mean, listen, okay, just making sure. I've had yeah. one really, really horrible one. And like, let me tell you, social media blocked everything. Just like, that was how I had to get over it and like move on. I think at this point in my life, like I'm just obviously way more mature than I was when I was 21. That like, I feel like I know how to like handle my emotions and like, I'm just more confident and like we we are who we are at this point you know what I mean like there's no there's not much like self-exploration left to be had as far as I'm concerned like I know exactly who I am I know what I want and so like if I meet somebody we're either gonna click or we're not and like I'm very transparent with that and like it's not I don't think that's a bad thing but it definitely just kind of like makes for easier conversations to know like is this gonna work or is this not gonna work yeah. Can I ask a very, very inappropriate question? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just know, I just know, uh, this is the last I'm going to bring up his name, but like, how good was Bartice's D? I just need to know. There was a lot of emotional connection. Okay. And that to me is the best sex is when you are emotionally like, like, I'm a Scorpio. So I'm like, you are mine. I want you like, you know, you hear me say that a lot. Like, I want you though. Like, you just don't want me as much as I want you. I love you, you know, like, so, so yes, because of the emotional connection, I think that we definitely um, had that. I will say this in general, though, in general, something about like younger guys, not understanding like feedback, like, I'm a, I'm third at that was 31 at the time. Right. So I'm like, okay, like that was cute. What you tried to do, but like, this is what, like, let me give you the answers to the test. And, 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 and I don't think it was as received. It was kind of like, um, 
it was like, oh, well, I've done it this way all the time. And I'm just like, man, well, let me let me give you the answers again. So there was some coaching involved. Um, but again, I think it really was more about hard. that emotional connection. Yeah, I do too. Like feedback. Yes. Tell me what works. Tell me what doesn't. Cause yeah. like, and it's not one size fits all though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some guy might start sucking my toes. I'll be like, this might've worked on the last one, but I do not want you to put my big toe in your mouth. Like that's just not for me, yeah. you know? And, and I will say when we would like have, when we would have sex, that was um, like, wasn't like, if we were not in a good place, it was just like off. But like, if we were in a good place, like it was just more like, intense or like intimate so again i think it, for me it goes back to like where my feelings were at and like where i am emotionally connecting with someone in general yeah i get that <laughs> I, I just like the toxic part <laughs> but listen we're both in the same fucking boat right now yeah no and and i think like um i don't know like I guess at what point do you say like sex is just sex, right? Like, like, yeah, sure. Will it, can, can you coach each other through it? Are are they receptive or not to like, I don't know. Like, I just think it, it shouldn't be a taboo to be like, Hey, that's not working for me. And like, but this does, or like, let's try this, yeah. you know? Well, people have like different things they're into too. You know what I mean? Like you could do yeah. one thing on somebody. Some people are more sensitive in other places than others. So like, you know, it's, it's luck of the draw. Yeah. Well, and I'm curious to know, like, at what point did you know that your relationship wasn't going to work? I don't know. Can I ask you that now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we could just flip the fucking coin right now. I guess this is on. Okay. So to be honest, like, I just felt like I really tried so hard. You know what I mean? Like it's difficult when you have a, such like a close friendship with somebody and then you're just kind of like trying to get somewhere that like you're just not getting to and like sure like I'll take the hit on that like maybe that's me you know what I mean but like I don't know like everything's just like really good we had like a good relationship good like life I mean we were together for like literally 18 months like that was a long ass time yeah. but I just felt like to be honest, we probably had like a conversation around New Year's that he was like bringing certain things up. And I was just like, you are talking to the wrong person right now. Like I was like, I'm just like not there. Like I was like, just, just it's, it wasn't aligning the way it should have been aligning. And like, not to say that if things don't line up, you should just jump ship. But I mean, like after like numerous conversations and just kind of like, I, I feel like things start to snowball the minute things like don't start aligning properly. And so like literally just like, even like the littlest fight of like the dishes turns into like a huge blow up fight or someone not cutting the fucking lawn or like dumb stuff. That's just like, dude, like yeah. this is not a relationship anymore. Like we're just straight up arguing and like, granted we do have a house together. So like that to me comes first. Like, and I feel like, again, you're very similar that like, to me, money will always come first. Like I don't just have like a nine to five job. I could like fall back on and be like, you know what? Fine. Fuck it. Like whatever. Like I've busted my ass to like get what I have. 
And like, I will be damned if like some man or whoever is going to like take that away and like fuck up what I built. So like, I'd rather save what I built as opposed to save a relationship. Judge Mm -hmm. me, you know? No. And I think earlier, just to bring it back, you said like, you know yourself. So like, if, if you are at a point in your life where you know where you're at and who you are and what you, what aligns with you, if that is your partner is not aligning with that, like you're out, but also business is business. So like I'm out and like, let's work through this other priority, right? Like of what this looks like for our real estate and, and our home. So, yeah. I mean, this working, like living, working, like with the same, like, it just, it just got to a point that it just was getting like a little petty, if you will. You know what I mean? That it's like, yeah. why didn't you wake up earlier? If like, you knew we had to do this, it's like, don't fucking do this. You know what I mean? Like I will take care of what I have to take care of. You take care of what you have to take care of. And then it got very like micromanagey. And like, I just like, don't fuck with that. Like I work for myself, by myself, like appreciate your input. But like, there's a difference between being like, hey, did you do this? And then just saying like, oh, like just try to get it done by the end of the day. Don't forget. Or so it was just like our communication and like our mannerisms and everything just got so like, I was like, I just need to take a step back. Like this is like, I will punch you in the face type vibes, you know? Oh my gosh. No. And I love, that you said that. No, I love that you say that because not the punching in the face, but like, cause like, he's not, you know, not violent, but I love that you said, like, you recognize like, yo, I can't do this. Like I am out. And I think for me, it was exactly that feeling. Like I feel you because I was like, bro, I can't be your friend. Like you are not serving me. I, I said this in an interview recently and I, and I reheard it like I, I, it got sent to me through like Instagram and I was like, Oh damn, I did say that. So like, sir, your, your opportunity to be my friend has expired. Like your ticket is expired. Like you, you've had a chance and I've, I've expressed to you where my, where I see this friendship being and you haven't been able to do that. So I think for me, it was truly being in a headspace where I could say, you know what, like I've given it enough time and um, after the altar is coming up and like, I just, I'm not in a headspace where I can fully keep you in knowing that I'm about to reprocess so much of what we went through. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think that, that that resonates with so many people, whether it's a friendship, even like letting go of friendships that don't serve them, right? Like relationships that aren't aligning, like check yourself, check your surroundings and like see who's actually there. And I think that that can really maximize like where you're at and like make you more efficient as a person. Right. So like, yeah, maybe y'all can keep doing business together, but like, that's kind of where it's, that's it. You know? I think that was everyone's biggest concern is like, you don't really see two people just say, fuck it. And like, as a couple build a house together. So I think everybody's concerned with like, you guys have a $2 million house in the Hamptons. Like, how do you just like work on that for a whole year? And then what are you going to do? Just give it up. And it's like, obviously no, like we both still own it 50, 50. Like we have people lined up to rent it like random weekends this summer. So if anybody wants to rent my house this summer, hit me up. Um, But basically it's like, it's a business. And so when it comes to that, it's like, 
communicate as like equals because we are equals. We did this together and like, like let's make the money we wanted to make off of it. So the house is going to stick around. Like everything's good. Like we have the same exact friend group. (laughs) So I see him all the time still. It's just at the end of the day, you need to take a step back when something's not working. And is it going to be like a little weird if I like go out and like, he's making out with somebody like, listen, I guess I shouldn't say it like that. Cause I've seen him make out with numerous people while we were dating all the time. <laughs> but <laughs> Wait, you guys are just open or like, not like open, out. open, not like open, open, but just kind of like situational, I guess. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. like you were okay with it. Yeah. Like I would like, if I was doing something or like, whatever, like a kiss is a kiss. Like I would make out with you in a club. You know what I mean? I, if you turned around the next day and said, Jeff, so what are we? I'd be like, okay, she's something's fucking wrong with her. (laughs) I I love a good makeout. So like, yeah, like I just think it's like saying right now, (laughs) it's just like saying hi. It's like, we're just having fun. You're living in the moment. Like I'm not going to take that away from somebody. It's different. If like all of a sudden you emotionally start like texting somebody or like, whatever but like it was none of that like there was no bad blood between the two of us as to why it would end it just came down to communication and just kind of like realizing like okay now we're both 30 like what do you really want out of life what do I want out of life and just kind of like the business stresses I guess because this is the first house we ever actually built and made and did so I think now it's just kind of learning like how to manage like the finance aspect and who's responsible for what like I think he's too controlling and like he's like the creeper who's like looking at the ring camera to see like when things are getting delivered and who's there and everything else I'm like you can't do that and like he thinks I have like a horrible delivery and I'm the one who's like messaging the people on Airbnb and he's like you can't say that he's like she's not your friend like why are you saying like ha ha at the end of the sentence I'm like we're not being fucking like, like, just be like, stick to what. So we basically had to come up with, this is what you are doing. This is what I'm doing. We're running a business. I don't need you to micromanage me. I'm not going to micromanage you. And listen, I mean, obviously we didn't just break up yesterday. Like it happened like a couple of weeks ago. It just, we didn't say anything. And I obviously did that on purpose because I didn't want, it's tough when people are all in your ear and you're trying to go through something. Yeah. Well, and I think like, um, again, just recognizing that you have strengths and he has strengths. There's a reason why y'all worked out for 18 months. There's a reason why y'all took the commitment of building a house, you know? So like, I think now it's just like, okay, well, like you said, what are your strengths? Where do you lie? Where are my strengths? Like, and let us do what we need to do to make the business thrive and, yeah. and, and have check-ins to be like, Hey, this isn't working on my end. Like, do you have any suggestions or like, Hey, you know, how can we automate this system so that neither of us have to be in charge of that. Right. So like, that's, I think where the business aspect of it will come in. Um, so I, I'm curious to know on your end, did, did you ever feel like Alex was the one for you? Like truly like your person forever? Uh, well it's tough to say because like there is obviously like a part of me that's like we do just have like this bond that like I don't under I don't see a world that somebody else is gonna I know this sounds like super depressing I don't see an, a world that like somebody could like infiltrate that much that will like compare to the bond we do have so like 
do I think he's the one? I really don't know. Because like it just works very naturally so well until it doesn't, I guess. But at the same mm-hmm. time, like when you have a house with somebody, you filmed a TV show with somebody, your best friends, like I know his family, he knows my family. Like yeah. the thought of like just going on like Bumble or some stupid shit and just meeting somebody, no shade, but like somebody who's just like a bartender in Midtown Manhattan, like, I'm sorry, like, I just am not interested. So, like, yeah. I really would need somebody to, like, impress me somehow. And, yeah. like, I'm not saying that, like, I'm fucking God's gift to earth. But, like, I just want to meet somebody who, like, is really motivated. Someone who's going to, like, draw me in that, like, I'm actually interested in. And, like, going back to you and Bartise, like, it's almost like you don't want to play babysitter. You know what I mean? Like, you want to meet an equal. You want somebody who's, like at a certain level who's going to like push you to equally be better and so like yeah. I figure like whoever's next for both of us better fucking figure their shit out because I'm not here to come, figure it out with you exactly come correct and come direct like I need to know what the deal is like come, you can come for me but you better be correct and direct if I'm confused I'm out like that's one thing like I said to myself in this like next phase of dating I'm like it's so different because like we we do have this sort of like title right like oh you are on a reality tv show title or like reality tv star title and it's like yeah but i'm still a person i'm a regular schmegler i've got shit going on in my life that's like you know i'm proud of but like i'm a normal person so treat me as that and um and i feel like uh at any moment that i've met people along the way like the last I guess we filmed a year, almost two years ago. Yeah, we filmed almost two years ago. So in those almost two years, I've met people and I'm just kind of like, yeah, you're not doing it for me. Like you're not bringing, you're not bringing the, like if anything, you're making me confused. And if you're making me confused, I'm out. Like if I don't hear from you and I'm like, why haven't I heard from you? Like I'm out. Like that's, that's kind of where my, in the last, and it, it wasn't quick. Like this is like more recent, but over the last two years, I've realized that, um, yeah, like it can't be someone who just isn't going to bring something to the table that I'm already bringing, you know, like it has to, it has to feel, and I, I hate to say like equal, but I think that like, if you can bring me joy and happiness and laughter you know, and, and I can bring, but then you're also motivated, but maybe you just haven't been with a partner to help you get motivated. Like, I need to see those things. So like, I, yeah, like you said, you don't have to be like this, um, you know, not because I'm so amazing. You have to be so amazing, you know? Um, but yeah, I think it's finding, finding that person that can at least meet me somewhere in the middle. And then we can go from there. I hear you. And like, I'll be honest one of the things like I was just like listen I was talking to like one of my good friends and I was like I think I'm just gonna be like a hot single dad at like 35 that's just my future I think you know if I meet somebody I'm learning that I think I should just be like content with that like I'm cool with that like Mm -hmm. I don't think you need a partner necessarily to kind of like fulfill your life like of course it would be great it's like fun when it's fun but I think just like you need to pursue your life as if it's just your life because that's what it is you know what I mean so if like you want to be a dad you want to have a house you want to do whatever you want to travel 
just fucking do it. Out. Like, do it. You do not need <laughs> to like do the stepstone shit to be like, okay, I have to date you for two years, then get engaged, then get married. Then like, we don't need to do all this shit. So just like, if you want to do something in your head and you can afford it or whatever, fucking go for it. Honestly, even if you can't afford it, do it anyways, because you'd regret when you're like 80, not doing it. So I would think. Yeah. I love that. I, yes, for sure. I'm, I'm on board with that. And I think that, that we are in an era now where like empowerment of like oneself, whether it's self-love, self-respect, self-discipline, like that concept I think is so trendy right now. And I love it. I just hope it stays. And I hope people really take it as like, you don't need a person to feel whole, like you should be whole and continue to love you. And if you, I said this, I said, the next person I date, I need them to be obsessed with me because I'm currently obsessed with me. Like I love me, who I am today, 33, like I'm obsessed with me. So like, come, come correct and direct and obsessed. Like yes. if you're not, I don't want it. Yes. Like Try. suck your toes, <laughs> clean my house, make me dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are all pluses like take notes take notes <laughs> yeah so basically guys now that nancy and i are both single and if you think you have lived up to our standards after every horrible thing we've said on this podcast you can dm either one of us pending what you're into you know there you go we're we're hitting like 75 percent of like america right now you know whether you're gay straight um you know, I could be down with you like a little flavor. I'm I'm down yeah. for like the you know the, the flavor. So we're yeah. getting that. <laughs> we're we're, we're open minded people. Okay, I want to play like a little game. I know we don't have that much time left, but okay, we're just gonna throw some things out there and just see how we answer. So okay. now that we're both single, um, we both have to answer all these questions, so you can't back out. Um, first question is would you do another reality TV dating show? Yes. Wow. Okay. Would you? Um, I really don't know because I don't know if I would be able to take it as seriously as I did this one, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. like how you talked about you watched Love is Blind and you love the concept. I was really down with the fact of this dating show because it was brand new. And so like... Mm -hmm. I like the fact that like I, people weren't going on to be like, I want to be a social media influencer. Oh, all these people got a million followers after going on the show. Like everybody just went on it blindly being like, I don't know what the fuck this is, but let's just roll with it. And I thought yeah. that aspect was really cool. So I would maybe be down for something that wasn't as structured, like, you know, fucking like 20 seasons of the bachelor. Like, you know, someone's the villain, you know, someone's someone two on one, like, I'm not, I don't want to do some cookie cutter thing. So I'd be, you know what kind of, yeah, I would love to do a reality show where they like, I don't know, include challenges, like, and mm -hmm. like, depending on which, who wins a challenge, like, I don't know, I've, oh, I grew up watching like the real world, like road rules, like, you know, so like, I've love, always love, been love, wanting love, love. to be yes. on like those shows, but like, make it like dating, you know, um, but I felt like I those shows, it wasn't necessarily like dating, but obviously when right. you're drunk and you're doing those competitions, you're going to end up hooking up with people. Like all those people were fucking in that house. So oh, like, yeah, for sure. 
okay, so let's put that into the universe. Maybe that is our next move. We are going to be yes, on a competition. And we're both going to be casted. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll be partners. Oh my God. I would we'd, love that. we'd fucking lose. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm pretty confident. I feel like I, I'm confident in like tasks, but don't put me in a maze or like a riddle because are you good at riddles at least? You know, I can't say I've done so many riddles in my day. Okay. Um, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> okay, we're going down. We're going down. Like, I was like, we're going down. I was like, I can run. Um, I can't eat food. So like if there was like a challenge that we had to eat like oh, no. fucking cow balls, like you're swallowing them. I'm not like I'll, I'll, I'll swallow the cow balls. Like <laughs> I, I I have no gag reflex, so <laughs> I don't know. I might I might have a <laughs> <laughs> and next question um do you see yourself getting married or putting yourself in the same situation again having my love is blind wedding gave me the vision that i do want to be married one day my for my real wedding I do want to be married because before that I never cared. Like I never had this like, Oh my gosh, one day I'm going to be married. Like I was never that girl. So uh, it was truly a unique experience for me to even go on love is blind. Um, and, and I learned that I do want to have a wedding one day. Yeah. That's cute. Do you want to ever be married one day? I mean, like I would say like theoretically that sounds nice if it makes sense, but like, I mean, like we talked about earlier, like if it happens, cool. If not, like, yeah. I don't give a shit. Like I'm, I'm past the point, but I would say I'm probably opposite of you because when I was growing up, I was that bitch. who was like, Oh my God, I'm being married at 24. I'm going to have kids at 25. And now I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? (laughs) Right. Like, could you imagine right now, like divorced kids, like, you know, but no, I mean, listen, we're like in the same age group. I have friends who are on all sides of the divorce, the babies, the quote unquote, happy marriages, the, oh, I've been in a relationship for eight years. Now I'm losing my hair and I'm fat. We all make decisions, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think we're doing great though. Like I would much rather be on my side than the rest of what I'm witnessing. I think think we are in the prime of it all, like for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I would much rather take this side than, although I am fucking sick of attending weddings. I will say that. Do you cry at weddings? I cry at every wedding. Why do you cry? I don't know. I don't know. It's just in my heartstrings. Like, I'm just like, oh my God. Like, it's just so beautiful. I don't know. And I've always cried at weddings and I never wanted a wedding until love is blind. Now I want a wedding. It's weird. Well, it's probably weird when you like, you know, you try on a dress, you see yourself in something for the first time and then you're like, oh shit, like this is like really going to happen maybe. Like, yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Okay, my next one. Um, let's go with, we briefly talked about this, but how do you feel about going back and hooking up with an ex? Guilty, done it, you know, like, um, I just, I think, I think for me, like, I know myself and it's hard to let go of someone that I really love. Like, when I truly love you as a friend or a partner, like, it's hard for me to let go um, I will say Bartice and I never hooked up after, like we did not, um, there was nothing ever romantic after we stopped filming. And, and that was so big for me because again, I tend to be like, 
you know, keep someone in my life and then kind of they linger around and then it's like alcohol's involved and it's a Friday night and I'm just like, what are you doing? You know, like, like I'm in the bathroom, bad. just come find me three stalls in. Yes, like, ugh, toxic. So I'm I'm doing better, but um, but yeah, I, I'm guilty of it. Is it recommended? I do not recommend. Like, <laughs> I think it's all really? about the headspace. If it's because I've heard people who like they like to kind of like after a breakup, they like to hook up with an ex mm-hmm. because it's kind of like this empowering thing of being like, you know what, I actually did move on. It's kind of like a goodbye fuck, if you will. Like I've yeah. heard people that, that like I'm not gonna say you should fuck your ex, but I'm saying if you feel it's gonna do something for you and you're gonna leave a better person because of it, fuck yeah. your ex. There you go. Do it for you, not for him or her. Yeah. Especially because, like, post-come depression is a total thing. And there's nothing worse than, like, when you finish and then you're like, what the fuck did I just do? Yeah. Like, how did, like, you almost feel like you didn't even deserve that come for me. Like, you didn't even, like, deserve that. Like, why is it, why is it yours? Like, I want it back. (laughs) Can you take it back? I think that's when you know, like, okay, no. Like we have to. That's that's when you know it's not working out. I'm fucking dead. All right, well, guys, that is all the time I can. I feel like we're going down a path. I need to shut my mouth. So, Nancy, thank you so so much for coming on this podcast. I can't wait to um have a wild St. Patrick's Day with you in New York, maybe. So, God help us. Um, and guys, you can watch the one that got away on Amazon Prime. If you would like to watch the beginning of my shit show, and if you would like to watch the beginning of Nancy's shit show, you could watch Love is Blind season three on Netflix and tune in next week for another episode of blank, which you'll find out next week. So, all right. Bye guys. Thank you, Nancy. Bye. Thank you.